0: Hi guys, it's TJ and you're listening to Talks with TJ, the podcast about life and writing and being mixed race and generally anything I want to talk about. I am your host, like I just said, author TJ Rao, and I wrote a book called The Crossed. It came out in the summer. You can still get it. What a good deal. It's out on Amazon in ebook and paperback and soon to be out on, yes, Audible wow incredible my producer is here today casey say hi casey hi
1: everyone
0: casey is here to keep me grounded because today we're going to be doing a q a which is super exciting because mm-hmm. people actually want to know things about my book and me so that's kind of cool so cool it's kind of exciting i'm excited and i have really good news casey yeah guess what what last month everyone told me to donate not everyone there were some people that had different charities but a lot of people <laughs> told me to donate all my royalties to make a wish so today when i got the royalties i was able to donate all of december royalties from make a wish and in december so many people showed up so many people showed out and bought my book and so all those royalties were able to go to make a wish today yeah how exciting is that that's that. super awesome so i'm gonna keep donating my royalties maybe to different charities maybe i'll switch it up i don't know send me a dm but they're all gonna go to charity nonprofits. Through the end of February. So I'm really excited about it. I'm really happy. We're gonna spread some joy in 2021. We're gonna let it be a little bit better than 2020. I hope so, so far, it's not going super great, but hey, it's hey. gonna get better. Yes, exactly. It's gonna get better. I believe it. All right, we're gonna do this QA. I pulled from Twitter and Instagram equally, and I'm gonna be signing some books probably towards the end of this. While
1: you're talking to me. Because People I actually else. have to
0: give away books. Yeah. So let's do it thank you for everyone who participated thank you for everyone who participated in the holiday holiday giveaway i'm so excited to send these to you guys i'm so excited to sign them with my bad signature Ooh. so let's go question number one i'm pretty sure while writing there was some time when you wanted to give up so my question is what kept you motivated while writing and which part was the hardest to write So Great question. Yes, that is a very good question, anonymous person. So (laughs) I promised I'd keep this anonymous. So it's true. When I was writing this, there were so many times I wanted to give up. What really kept me going? Two things, friends and faith. Friends and faith really kept me going. Nice um i as everyone knows because i've told everyone a million times and my book is donate donated oh my goodness forgive me but (laughs) my book is dedicated to god so (laughs) i hope people know i'm a christian so i did want to give up but i prayed so much i felt like god really led me to get up every morning to keep writing to go to the coffee shop sit there for hours and write and it was really kind of a faith-building experience for me and my friends, they would not let it go. They just wouldn't. I especially have this friend Jill, <laughs> Jillian, and she just would not stop. She would just keep being like, when is this book done? So when done. is it coming out? Thank goodness. And yeah, actually she really inspired the character Nova a lot. So I am really happy that, you know, she kept bugging me about it. I had a lot of friends who bugged me about it, but mm-hmm. she for sure, kept me going a lot of the time. So I'm very thankful. You know, present company excluded Casey, of course you did a lot too. (laughs) So next question is, how did the idea for your book come about? This is a great question, I I will answer. It was from a hateful comment on Twitter. So I think it's really ironic that this question came from Twitter because Twitter is also what invented my book essentially. True. So if, you guys don't know because you haven't read my book or the author's note. My book came about because of a hateful comment on Twitter. A guy said under a photo of an interracial couple, it was an old Navy ad. Mm -hmm. He said, why don't we take all the mixed people and put them behind a wall and then make interracial couples illegal again? I
1: love that.
0: He said, we really need to start preserving our cultures. We're everyone, if everyone's mixed, then what are we? We're just a mess. And so many people agreed with him of all different races. This violently upset me. I think that that should Understand. be known because I'm so, a mixed person. Right. So I didn't like reading that. So I got very upset. I went to bed, I had a dream and that dream was the crossed. It yes. was literally what would happen if this guy's scary futuristic dystopian world where all mixed people were behind a wall if that happened and how it wouldn't even work because someone and a lot of people actually would make a big deal about it until it wasn't a thing anymore and so i wrote this book as a cautionary tale to those who wish to put mixed people down to those who wish to silence us and so many people have said to me it's 2021 no one cares if you're mixed anymore everyone's mixed blah 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 but they don't see the hate that we're getting directly they don't see when people yell at my mom and dad and tell them that they're an abomination they don't see when people tell me well you have to just pick one they don't see that and how that hurts us Mm -hmm. and so when people try to pretend like we don't have prejudice or that we have too much it's like you know, pick one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So many people make the argument, I can't have a mixed kid because they'll get hated on. And they're the same people that will look me in the eye and say, well, everyone's mixed. No one's being mean to you. So it's very <laughs> confusing.
1: It's
0: and that uh, scenario has actually happened, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not despite what a lot of people think, it's not just white people. It's pretty much everybody, to be honest. Like a lot mm-hmm. there are bad people everywhere. And So many people see it as an attack on their culture to share their culture with someone else who's not of that culture, and it's 2021. Can we get past it? Can we move on? Can we just say, like me, I'm half Indian, half white. It hasn't diluted either one of my cultures. I am both equally. I am a whole being. I am not half and half. Mm -hmm. I am both. You know what I'm saying? There's something so beautiful in being mixed, and they're really trying to silence us. They're trying to make us pick a side we cannot pick a side we need to write more books like this we need to show our true colors we need to be both we need to beautifully be both and i had to write this book i had to because i wasn't seeing any book like it and it was disappointing me so That is how this book came about. And I'm so thankful that you asked this question because I love getting up on my soapbox (laughs) and making you guys listen to it, to my mixed rants. And this person essentially just built a soapbox and pushed it towards me. So that was really awesome. I'm really happy about it. So thank you so much. The next question is, when did you realize that writing is your passion and decided to become an author? Tell me, Casey, when did I?
1: Um, well, I know you never wanted to be an author. Yes, that
0: is accurate. So Casey hit the nail on the head here. Hey! I never wanted to be an author. I thought authors were crazy people like Ernest Hemingway, who moved to the middle of nowhere and lived with all their cats. And... Yeah, I wasn't super wrong. <laughs> At yeah. least in my in my case, I wasn't super wrong. I mean,
1: Ernest Hemingway is a very famous author. I know, I'm sure there's
0: I'm sure there's cool authors out there. I've met some of them, but wow, the more I become an author, the more I want to live in my imaginary world and talk to my imaginary friends. And that's what I was exactly what I was afraid of becoming an author. So I'll tell you exactly when I realized I needed to become an author, even though I always kind of knew writing was a passion of mine the moment i knew that i needed to become an author was when i saw that tweet let's bring it back let's bring it back casey it comes back to the last thing someone made me angry and made me realize that there was a huge lack of diversity of mixed characters who had their heads screwed on straight in YA books. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm to write it. I'm gonna write this book and I'm gonna become an author. And that was just that. The rest was history. Yeah, here we are. Yes, exactly. So thank you for asking that question. The next one is, what are some of your favorite books? How did they inspire you while you were writing your own?
1: That's another good
0: question. It's a really good question, but here's the problem, Casey. I have so many favorite books. I don't even know how to address this question.
1: I feel you. I also don't know if I'd be able to pick. Right? Yeah.
0: Like right now, Casey. What it? What is your favorite book? I. I okay. I, right. Right.
1: <laughs> I have a couple favorite series, but I don't know. If I when would.
0: people ask me what's your favorite book, I'm like, what genre and what time period? Yes. Because yes. I can't just blanket pick one yeah there's so many are you kidding me so many different genres but i will say i have a lot of favorite books but a lot of them play into my own book if you read the cross you'll see a lot of to kill a mockingbird true one of my favorites yes a lot of just different shakespearean plays i'm a big shakespeare person i will say one of my characters who's one of the main characters othello Mm -hmm. guess what he was named after
1: I'm assuming the Shakespeare
0: play Othello you would never know that you would never know that but it is Othello so that really plays into a lot of my books so I guess that's really what inspired me while writing a lot of it you know what really inspired me too bad books Oh. Not just my favorite books, but bad books inspired me because I thought, how can I not do that? I see
1: what you mean. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That makes sense. Yes. You don't want to, you know, do the terrible toxic cliches that are out there.
0: Yes, no. I, I did not want my main male character to be one of those guys that's like, really really mean to the girl and it's just because he secretly loves her like that doesn't actually happen i'm
1: so glad you didn't write it to be that
0: way i know it doesn't happen and if it does happen get out like i'm telling you right now get out don't do it so the next question was (laughs) i'm sorry that was just really funny (laughs) side note um (laughs) what was your favorite thing about writing it slash your favorite part Okay, okay my favorite thing about writing my book was giving mixed people representation. That's right. That was my favorite part of writing it. I was so excited. I was like, all these characters are mixed. That's so exciting. Yeah. You like never see that. Yeah. Right? Right. So I'm happy. I have a bunch of mixed characters. Mm-hmm.
1: Incredible. Amazing. Incredible.
0: Amazing. Yes. So I'm very happy on behalf of the mixed community to represent so many different races. And I actually don't worry, you guys. I really interviewed people from these races even found mixes of people that I've known so that I would know what I was talking about and I think I did pretty decent justice she of the different. characters.
1: Guys, let me tell you, she did so much research. It's insane. <laughs> she really looked into everything.
0: That's why this book took so long. Oh yeah. That's why it took so long. Yeah. So, I think that my favorite part about writing it was to that I was just so hyped about giving mixed people that representation and then the, my favorite but my favorite part of the book yes is i would say probably towards don't, the end of act one don't spoil going it, okay. into act two okay no okay. i'm not saying anything okay okay i'm not gonna tell them that everyone dies I'm just oh. kidding <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen that's not true or is it <laughs> you never know everyone dies on the cross no. let's change the title of the cross to everyone dies so just, no does? one died i was well not no one <laughs> no. ah i'm telling too many okay nothing happened nothing just happened you you guys you have to read to find out (laughs) so sorry about that that was terrible for those of you that are just listening to this i'm so sorry i'm really
1: sorry for you headphone users out there
0: (gasps) headphone users rip okay so (laughs) right after everyone dies all right (laughs) so now we're gonna move on to instagram questions because we don't have all day casey okay i'm sorry okay so (laughs) what is the worst piece of advice you ever received Casey, why don't you tell me your oh, worst piece of? <laughs> gonna ask me you, it'll give me time to think. Go ahead. I,
1: okay. um... Probably, I don't
0: know. What do you mean you don't know? I'm really lame. What does that mean?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Okay. 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 Probably, when I was younger, if I was like frustrated about anything, and someone was just like, "Hey, don't, be, don't do that," I was like, oh, "How is that supposed to help me?" That's not helping me in any way and then I'd get more frustrated.
0: So what I'm hearing is you were a troubled child and you probably ended up in boarding school at some point. (laughs) Well,
1: no, not necessarily.
0: Okay, that (laughs) felt even more suspicious. My parents were always threatening to send me to boarding school because I was so annoying. No, I never went to boarding school. Well, that's okay what, what was that i believe you all anyways right. all right thank you casey for sharing a tidbit about your life to us you're welcome we all are always wondering i don't so, think that's true <laughs> but okay so what is the worst piece of advice you ever received yeah it's the worst your turn now the worst piece of advice that i've ever received <laughs> i'm ignoring casey being rude. <laughs> is wow i can't even think there's been so many bad advices casey oh i had yeah oh, okay okay so The worst piece of advice I ever received personally was write what you think other people want to read. Okay. That's not good. (laughs) That's not a good thing to say. There are elements of my book that I did think about what people would want to read. I thought about plot twists people would find exciting and that's normal. Mm -hmm. But if you base your plot on what you think people want to read instead of basing it on something you're passionate about on something you care about Mm -hmm. it's going to fall flat and you're not going to feel that true emotion that you feel with a book where your heart is in it
1: you know what i'm saying that makes sense yeah
0: so that was probably the worst piece of advice i have received Mm -hmm. the next question is which character in the crossed was the most fun to write this person wants me to get in trouble with my imaginary friends, and I'm not gonna fall prey to it. I'm totally kidding. My favorite character in The Cross to Write was my leading male, Hart. I loved writing Hart. I will tell you why I loved writing Hart. Thank you for asking, Casey. Because Hart is obnoxious and annoying for a lot of the book, And I loved it. It was like being in a play and getting to play one of those like really snobby characters. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So I had a lot of fun writing Hart because he's so unlike me. He's so different. He's Mm -hmm. so confident and cool and just everything that I've always wanted to be Hart was in, you know, the later parts, not the beginning. I'm sorry. So... (laughs) Just
1: need to clarify. Just need to clarify.
0: I'm not early on hard for anybody who reads (laughs) my book, but I don't think anybody should be. But I really liked writing him because I felt like it was the most challenging, but it was the most rewarding. Mm -hmm. His chapters were the ones that when I went back and I read, I was like, wow, I have really come through as an author because I'm able to write a character that's so unlike myself, you know?
1: Yeah, and he has the most chapters. So that's really interesting that you made the most challenging character to write have the most information in the book.
0: I think he's a very, very interesting character. I I really think he is. I agree, I agree. So the next question is, how would you describe your process of writing your book? I would describe it with note cards.
1: That's
0: a, a description. I use so can, many note cards. Can
1: you explain that? more? <laughs>
0: okay, so I should probably explain this. Yes. Right. Yes. So I'm one of those crazy people, like that meme that has that guy with the red
1: oh, with the string string, and he's like, it everywhere. yeah, that's yes. me
0: when I'm writing my book. <laughs> so I can really
1: picture that for some
0: reason. Right. Yeah. So I am definitely a meme when it comes to writing my book. I am crazy. I will literally get up at 3 a.m. with a dream I had about a scene and write it all down. Write down everything I can remember. That's how I write. And I have to write down note cards to remember things and I switch them up and I think, wait, this might this interaction, this plot twist might be better in act two. It might be better in act one. You know what so, I'm saying? So
1: it's like plot points on the note cards? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. So not just like quotes. And, no. Okay,
0: okay. And then rewrites. Mm-hmm. I had so many rewrites. I had so many beta readers. I had so many Um, mixed people come in actually we had a mixed race studies group about 80 people come in and just dissect what they thought was culturally relevant what wasn't culturally relevant Mm -hmm. what I could do to make it more topical and I took all of their advice to heart I changed the book around and they loved it so I did everything I could but it was a very long process because it's not just like this book is like oh, we're writing about fairies. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the cruel prince where it's a made up world. This is something that someone actually said in real life Mm -hmm. and I made it into a plot. So I have to put in the time. I have to do the research. And in doing the research, what was really cool is I was able to meet a lot of mixed people. I was able to meet a lot of people who were proud of their heritage like I am. And it was really cool it was a really cool experience and we got to really bond the cool thing about mixed people is it doesn't matter what your mix is i could be i'm half indian half irish i could meet someone who's something completely different completely different mix and we'd still have something to talk about all day long because we get so many similar experiences just by being mixed and it's kind of beautiful it's really cool it's something unique that other people don't have and that i think we can really celebrate so the next thing is Were any of the scenes based off your real experiences? Yes. Yes.
1: Is there uh, anyone that you might be able to spoil for us?
0: So... I just want to come out and say right now that I oh. really relate to the character of Santiago Singh. Oh,
1: yes,
0: yes. I uh, there's so much of me that is Santiago Singh, and <laughs> a lot of his experiences, a lot of his feelings are my experiences and my feelings. Not completely because Santiago has a little rough, but he
1: I, is behind a wall. He yes. is
0: behind a wall, and I'm not, thankfully. Thank goodness. So. I will say I am a lot like Santiago, so I think a lot of his experiences and his feelings and some of his stories are actually mine. So if you wanna know, read the book, find a Santi scene and let me know. And I will tell you if that was my scene or not, if that was something that happened to me or not. The next question is, Genuinely, what do you think is a weakness of yours? This person what?
1: That's <laughs> this really person random, was like. But I love
0: it. This person's like, what's a weakness of yours? Do not lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, mean, no, but I mean genuinely. I mean genuinely, what is a weakness of yours? Okay, so this is kind of funny. Uh, I have a lot of weaknesses. I mean, honestly, just point, and I'll tell you. No, but whoa. No, was joking. No, but. I have a lot of weaknesses. I say one is... s'mores. <laughs>
1: okay, that's not I, I really like stuff. s'mores. Okay,
0: okay. I feel like some guy in a truck could like pull up to me and be like, Hey, I have s'mores. Get in. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Hopefully
1: that never happens. I would get in it. a van I've, for some s'mores. I'm worried for
0: your safety. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this like in public right now. The next thing that's going to happen to me is I'll be walking down the street and some guy will be like, hey, TJ, I got some, <laughs> some s'mores. I listen to your podcast. But you
1: definitely get in the tr- I'm really concerned. No, no, no. I'm not
0: really going to get in the truck uh, I don't
1: as know. long as I get
0: my s'mores. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. No, but I have, I have a lot of weaknesses. I would say a big weakness of mine is lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. So that first question really hit deep when they were like, you probably like had some times where you wanted to give up. They I was do. like, um, most of the time I wanted to give up. So yeah, but it was worth it to not give up.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: I can't believe I'm sitting here saying it's worth it to not give up because I always thought that's what people who, you know, didn't really didn't get it yeah, said. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, And then I didn't give up and then it was amazing. Now there's a whole book. Now there's a whole book, wow. Incredible. So the next question is, were any of the scenes, oh wait, I already read that. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Never mind. This is the last question, Casey. We're getting, Mm. no. (laughs) Okay, I'm actually gonna start to sign these books. Yes, sign. Which I should do. Sign away. So.
1: After you read the question.
0: Right, after I read the question. So is there any significance to any of the characters' names, or was it random? Uh, it was so not random.
1: Not at all.
0: I just want to say that. Mike.
1: When I tell you she put in research, I mean in every aspect of these characters. I put in so much
0: research. So, none of my characters' names were random. I took so much time to think out their names, to think out their heritage, and what their names might be, you know, based on that alone. And then. Also, I took out some stuff from my own life, Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to think of an example. So, personally, Santiago, he is half Spanish and half Indian, Mm -hmm. Spanish as in Spain. Yes. Spanish. Yes. So I could have gone with a lot of names for Santiago, but I went with Santiago because my roommate in college, one of my roommates, is from Chile mm-hmm. and she is from Santiago, Chile. Mm-hmm. And so she always talked about Santiago and Chile and yeah. I would just fall in love with this place I've never been to before, Chile. Mm-hmm. and. When she'd talk about it, oh my goodness, she should have been a storyteller because it was so beautiful the way she talked about this. I thought, I have to name a character Santiago. So when I had a Spanish character, that's exactly what I did, is I named him Santiago. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool that that was a thing. The other characters, I would say, I'm trying to think. Casey, can you think of any significance? I can't Um, believe I'm asking my manager this. Yeah,
1: well, of course I can. Um, let's think, there's a lot of side characters whose names are friends of yours in real life. Oh my goodness, you're right. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Or like random characters who pop up. Like if there's a maid, that's a name of one of her friends or something along those lines. So
0: actually something funny Mm -hmm. is that I have this uh, friend who is actually the editor of my book. Yeah. And she came in, she really saved my book so much. Best editor I've ever had in my life. And also happened to be literally one of my closest friends on the planet. Her name is Kate. Yes. And I made a random character have her name. And then I made her birthday the code to something in my book.
1: Nice. To kind of
0: to kind of pay tribute to her because that book would literally be nothing. Like this book, I'm showing you right now, would be nothing without my editor. Mm-hmm. It really wouldn't be anything, and I'm so grateful for her. So of course I had to put her somewhere in this book. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, no, I totally Because really. it's
0: important that you kind of pay tribute to people who are important in your life and people who you look up to. And I think that's kind of cool. I mean, even um, Hart, his middle name is from, This guy who writes music, he's like a um, singer. Mm -hmm. So I gave him, I gave Hart, you know, his first name as his middle name because I look up to this guy. He's a singer. He's Christian. He's really cool. Mm -hmm. I've actually met him a couple of times Mm -hmm. at his concerts and I really look up to him, especially his art. He's very open about loving God and his art as well. So I gave Hart his middle name. So, yeah,
1: that's a great
0: way to. Or his first name, his heart's middle name. So, I did. So, even people I haven't met in real life. um, So, it's just kind of cool. And all of the characters definitely had significance to their names. There was no randomness about it, even their middle names. Right. So, anyways, I guess that's the last question.
1: Uh-huh. I'm glad that I. Well, that was that was great. That was fun. That was fun, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad that I only picked these questions because there were so many more. Oh, I'm but sure. I'm glad that I pulled a few random ones because if we kept, if we had even one more question, I swear we'd talk for like forty-five uh-huh. minutes, and we don't have time for that. No. People maybe, don't have time
1: for that. No, and maybe we could just take those questions and do a Q&A at another time. Yeah, if honestly, like if one. you
0: if you guys liked this Q and A, please let me know. We're gonna do a part two if. You know i it. decide to oh, yeah. that too. <laughs> if people want to you know what i'm saying yeah so anyways thank you guys for joining me again this is author tj Rao, and i wrote the book the crossed yes if you didn't pay attention toward during this entire podcast <laughs> that is what i did i'm yeah. so sorry that this was such an awkward outro all right goodbye guys i'll talk to you guys later have a great january 2021 let's go